Welcome back, everybody, to episode 39 of the Valkyrie Cast, the podcast about movies, TV, and video games. I'm your host, Matt. Joining me, as always, are your two wonderful co-hosts. Coming from his newly rearranged office, we have Drew. Hello, interwebs. With his... It's good to be back. ...webcam that flips everything for yeah, us, but I not just, him. Yeah, I just wanted to confuse you guys, so... <laughs> Something like that. I'm th- Congratulations, you've been tricked. <laughs> And our other wonderful co-host, he got sunburnt the other day for riding his motorcycle with nothing but a t-shirt on. We have Tommy. I swear I had pants. Oh. <laughs> I swear I had pants. It's, okay. That, Maybe. that would be quite the sight, Tommy. <laughs> Not the sight that she wanted to be. No, yeah, well, That's the sight I wanted. Yeah. I was on my bike behind you, so I hope you I know, right? I ride lead. <laughs> Everybody's getting a full moon in the middle of the day. Oh, Lord. Uh, it's also, side note, oh. I also only had, was wearing a t-shirt and got equally sunburnt. I have, like, we have both have nice little lines on our wrists where it looks like we're wearing gloves because we had gloves on. I also have a fun little watch stand line from it. But it was a fun Same ride, here. so it was totally worth it. It was a good it. ride. It was It was good. really good. Yeah, Clay, you missed out. Clay missed out. Had a half day and didn't come ride with us. I know. Um, so it's been a little while since we've got together. Uh, the summer, especially the last month mostly, has been really hectic with all our schedules. It's been really hard to uh, get together and record. It's also been really hard for us all to like go and see the same movies. Um, like We've all seen a lot of movies, but like I don't think all three of us have seen the same movie since Solo, I think. Yeah, we're hitting Jurassic two out of World. three. I no, seen Jurassic World. No, just me and you, Drew. Oh, there we go. And me and, and, then Drew me and Matt saw uh, yeah. Incredibles. We saw Incredibles. Yeah, I didn't see Incredibles. Yeah. I, I'm, guys, I'll be honest. I'm a little bit superheroed out. I know Marvel's got yes! this whole new thing, but Ant-Man and the Wasp came out, and I was like, guys, I have no desire to go see that. I was forced to see it. I That oh. was the one movie I was like, I am not going to see this movie. I'm not going to see this movie. And then... You, I think you can guess. <laughs> I'm assuming you, you didn't gave like it. it no. But <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I did like, I'll give them this. I actually thought it was a really great post-credit scene. Yeah, I heard something about the post-credit scene was really, really good. But you can't, you can't make a movie just on a post-credit scene. I, I want to nope. see it just because I like. I really enjoyed the first Ant-Man more than I expected. I feel like it's the low-key, like the most underrated of the marvel movies but i heard it wasn't as good as the first so i don't know i never saw the first so i can't comment on that i mean it was okay honestly i went in thinking i was gonna hate myself i only mildly disliked myself by the time we left theaters <laughs> no it was it was okay um but not exuberantly good all right all right well there you go um yeah, so, you know, to start us off, since it's been a little while since we've come together, we're going to start off with our favorite segment, What You Binge Watching, so we can get an update on what all of us have been doing. Tommy kind of started off with uh, talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. You got anything else you've been doing lately, Tommy? Yeah, Rebecca and I started watching a bunch of these like crime mini-documentaries on Netflix. Ooh. I finally watched Making a Murderer, and then we really got into one called uh, The Staircase. Yeah, somebody just told me about that, Tommy, because my wife, not me so much, but my wife is all into that stuff. No, you will and, like it too, because I'm oh. usually not into a lot of that, but we watched The Staircase first. And I got like one or two episodes of Rebecca happened to pass through, and the next thing I know, she's sitting on the couch, and we're just binging them all. 
Yeah, I've I heard similar things. I heard like if you can get past the first few episodes, it really hooks you in. So I'm looking forward to uh, watching that maybe in the next few days with my wife as well. We should do it. Very cool. What are, what about video games, Tommy? You play anything lately? Uh, good old Rocket League. Just um, just tear that up if I even have time for video games. That's right. And put some awesome clips on our Instagram page. Go follow our yeah. Instagram page. The Valkyrie Cast. Valkyrie Cast on Instagram. The the one where you uh, I don't know. It was the last one you put up where you're driving the. The Jurassic Park Jeep made me laugh. I don't remember what you did. I just remember it was awesome. The uh, Jurassic Park Jeep is my spirit animal. Uh, I actually (laughs) have a bunch of bunch of clips I need to post because literally, uh, that is the one vehicle where I just kind of am able to go into beast mode. Even though it's technically like the Octane hitbox, but a little taller. Eh, it works if you like it. It's your it's it fits you. You have a Jeep. You have to have a Jeep in uh, Rocket League. It's the same with me. My nickname's McFly. I have to have the DeLorean. I love exactly. Batman. I have to have all the Batmobiles they have. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> My favorite Instagram clip is when me and Tommy were playing PUBG and just died because we drove down a mountain. Oh, man. That, that was, was That was really unique. entertaining. I have a clip I've been just, wanting to upload. That's the I've, most PUBG clip of all time. I've got Agreed. A, I've got to bleep out the person I was playing with because they were really excited about me getting uh, some kills. <laughs> I've just been using the Mario coin. I noticed that. And I that. feel bad. Like, there's a couple clips that I've just, I haven't even used. It's like, it's, I'm going to have to just make this entire silence. Yeah. I just, <laughs> you just upload it without audio. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I did notice that you'd use the little Mario uh, coin to, to bleep out uh, whoever you were playing with. Excitements. Yeah. It was really funny. It's, it's not me at all. Ding. Yeah. All right. What about you, Drew? What you binging? I know one thing you're oh. binging that I'm excited that you've been binging. Yeah, so the probably the the biggest thing that me and my wife both have been binging is we finally we finally took the step into a greater world That's right. and started and started watching My Hero Academia on the recommendation of my brother yeah. and, and several other people. And I gotta say, like, I don't think something's had its hooks in me and Angela like this for a while. Like every night we come home and like watch several episodes i think we just finished season two. Oh yeah um and man it's good I, I read an article about it actually after i'd watched so much talking about how the the art the artist team behind it does like almost tw- about twice as many drawings for every episode than the standard anime like every standard anime has like somewhere around like four or five thousand drawings for an episode. They have usually on average somewhere closer to uh, seven thousand to eight thousand drawings per episode, are they which makes doing... sense because it looks freaking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Does that mean are they, are they doing like more frames? Than yeah, it's to... really okay. smooth. It's really smooth animation and very detailed drawing. It doesn't look crappy. Have you watched it, Tommy? Because it's no, really good. No, uh, it's on my list, uh, but I've had trouble getting to my Crunchyroll account recently, um, and we don't have Hulu as listed in one of the debacles we've <laughs> talked about here. Uh, <laughs> but, well, uh, I can I can only recommend it. We really like it. Um, and, uh, man, it's, it's that's probably been the biggest thing we've been binging. Uh, past that, I've just been doing a ton of housework because school's coming, and I need to get a lot of honeydews done, so... Nice, nice. Yeah. I, w- I will say, comment on the uh, the Hulu. It's not better, Tommy. It's still kind of crappy, but the UI is a little easier to f- to navigate. But it's still nowhere near as good as it used to be. 
sap. I don't think it's good enough yeah. for you to come back, but I will say See, if, I, if you use you know, it, I could get will... over. I could get over a bad UI. It's the jerky customer service. Oh, that's right. I forgot there was more to it than just that. You know, what ticks me off is the ads. We're paying for something, and they're and ads. they're still ads. Like, I just well, I like paid, I, would... I paid the extra money for the no ad. I was giving I... them twelve or thirteen freaking dollars a month. It's not enough, Tommy. It's not enough. No, not quite. All right, so my turn. I've uh, I've been watching uh, a little bit of... Um, I've been catching up on some shows on Netflix, like The Flash and The Arrow. Um, I apparently was two seasons behind on The Arrow, which doesn't surprise me because the last couple seasons were crap. But the one I'm watching now is actually pretty good. Um, there's still the newest season, and I don't know if it's as good, but the one I'm watching right now is pretty good. And the other Flash one, it, it was it was okay. It was kind of meh. But I still I still like the characters in those shows, so I liked it. And I also introduced my hero Academia to my girlfriend, and she liked it so much we watched four episodes straight in a row, even though we started watching it at like twelve thirty at night. <laughs> and so she was like, "Why did you do this to me? Now we're gonna like watch them so late at night." But we had to like watch the first four episodes because they just kind of naturally flow into each other, and it's really good. So I'm looking forward to watching more of that with her um game wise i've been playing a lot of the new PUBG map haven't been playing as much destiny lately um just kind of waiting to see what the new dlc looks like and i did buy a few games for steam summer sale i haven't played all of them yet but i got i picked up sniper elite 4 because i love a good shooter and i love sniping so i was like this seems like right up my alley and i played the first that's an old game though yeah yeah it's it's not new it's been around i I got it for like 12 bucks or something yeah they actually have all the sniper elites on humble bundle as of like this week for like 12 or 13 bucks of course they (laughs) do i mean that's your that's your luck is you spend the money for one game and you can have all all the games well i probably would have only played the newest one and it still look i don't know how old it is but it still looks really good and it's fun because like i played the first mission and like it gives you all these objectives so you've got like the top brass you have to kill but then you have like certain things else you had to do and you get into the sniper area and i killed a few people and then i realized this whole area was way bigger than i thought and you can kind of just choose how you want to move around and you can be real quiet or you can be like balls of the walls crazy and it, it's it's real fun i really enjoyed it and the whole like their their thing is the whole crazy x-ray bullet going through well, the that, that's what i was gonna ask was is that the game because yeah. i've seen those shots before it's, and thought it was kind of cool it's so cool a little, little graphic it, it doesn't kinda cool it doesn't always do it which is nice because i feel like it'd be annoying but man it's so satisfying when you like line up a headshot and you shoot and as soon as you do it goes in this little cutscene, and you're just like oh yeah i hit that headshot Ooh, watch it watch <laughs> it boom it's it's really fun i've always i've seen it and always wanted to play it and they had a had the newest one for a good deal and i've only played the first level but it was really fun the only thing i had trouble with and i may have missed it because i was trying to get to the like the engagement but like it didn't tell me how to use all my inventory because you can like throw rocks and you can like whistle and stuff and i kept you would like it, it's like a, a selection wheel like a lot of games like assassin's creed tons of games use a selection wheel so you hold down q and you choose your gun or whatnot so i was hurt so i chose like the the med pack and I thought logically that means I hit the right trigger to use it because I have it equipped. 
So I kept doing that, except for I kept just shooting my gun and giving my position away. <laughs> because apparently <laughs> funny. you pick, you have your guns, and then you pick what's like your inventory thing, whether you hold a rock to throw or your health or whatnot, and you use F to use it. I had to look it up because I kept shooting, trying to heal myself, and I was dying. So there you go. And I may have just missed that instructions, but... It made it easier because then I realized I could whistle and throw a rock at people, and it made it a lot easier to like bait people and just like stab them and stuff. It was so cool. Also, I made it through like the whole mission before I realized I did have a suppressor I could put on my um, rifle, and I did have like a select amount of suppressor ammo. So uh, I did a lot of loud shooting in that game. So, but it's really fun. I've enjoyed it. So, Sniper Elite Four, and that's loud mostly. Shooting. I'm trying to think. That's mostly I've been mostly keeping up with comics but there's a lot that's happened that there's been some controversy but that's a whole nother ball game we'll get into later on i'm sure so oh and comic-con comes up soon so we're probably gonna have some news about that we're supposed to be getting an aquaman trailer and a shazam trailer and i'm actually more excited about shazam i'm so excited about shazam i love that character i, I saw somebody photoshop the new like official photo from shazam where he's holding the cola box he's drinking a cola but they photoshopped in a heineken thing with a heineken beer <laughs> and then it showed him and aquaman like pounding beers back yeah it was pretty it was pretty funny my favorite one is there's a picture of of like uh his billy's friend like putting his hand up on the lightning bolt and then the lightning bolt's glowing and somebody photoshopped the the superman from batman for superman when he's about to push bruce and it's Superman <laughs> with his hand on the chest, the glowing chest, and like Billy, the Shazam's just like, yeah, how cool is this? <laughs> it just made me chuckle. Uh, so yeah, I'm super excited for that news. Um, so uh, without, you know, that's what we've been binge watching. I'm sure there's all lots of other stuff. But now we're gonna get into our main topic. And so, uh, beginning of this month, we hit one year of doing the Valkyrie cast. Yay! Go us. But Matt, we're only on episode 39. <laughs> Listen, up until about a month ago, we had only missed like two or three weeks. False. Up until a month ago, we had only missed two or three weeks every month since Christmas. <laughs> okay, wait. I didn't take that back. Up until Christmas, we didn't really miss a week. And then we took a break for Christmas. And then when we came back, and everything we were went to so poop. many issues. Twenty eighteen's been just a been a busy year for the Valkyrie cast. Twenty eighteen has has been rough for technical issues. If but, for real, but and then and we still had something like apparently the audio got desynced on one of our episodes. I haven't had time to go back and look because the oh episode no. we had solo. The episode we had Pate. Pate's audio gets off a little bit because one of my friends was like, <laughs> "Did Pate just keep interrupting y'all while?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> I I promise you did it. I, something went wrong. I'll fix it. And I just haven't had time oh to no. fix it. So. Well, and that is true on technical issues because the way we're doing the podcast now compared to a year ago is completely different completely. because we've had to change it. This is probably what our fourth or fifth version of the podcast. And yeah, it's still not perfect. But yeah, if I, it's OK, I think if, if Tommy's if Tommy's computer ever decides to use discord consistently i think we can use discord soon i want to try that out but tommy's computer doesn't like discord so obviously well, we'll don't see. know tommy's we'll, luck yeah for real uh but i just got a new imac uh and so as of next podcast i will probably be back mac based for the majority of my Ooh, stuff okay so 
Maybe. 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 Or I'll keep Discord off that crap because I like that computer <laughs> and Discord can burn in a pile of trash. Oh. We'll see. Good Tell us how you really Matt, <laughs> even though it's been a year and we're rambling about technical issues uh, that no one really cares yes. about. What are we I talking care. about today? Right. Well, of course you care. Back on to topic. So we decided something we implemented after doing this a while is when we have guests come on, we challenge them by telling us our fav- their favorite movie, TV, and video game. And I kind of realized we haven't done that ourselves. So this episode, we are going to share our favorite movie, TV, and video games of all time. And we're going to share what our current favorite movie, TV, and video games is. They may be the same. They're probably not. Like for me, like my favorite probably movie is not necessarily my favorite movie right now. But if I had to choose an all-time one, they're different. So we're going to have our favorites of all time and our current favorite of those three categories. So first off, we're gonna do movies because I think that'll be the easiest for us. So we're gonna all go. Drew, you're gonna start and you can pick whichever one you wanna do first, whether it's your all-time favorite or it's your current favorite. So what is your, Okay. what's yours movie? Go, Drew. Okay, so I think, I think current favorite, and this is this is current favorite for, for this year, I would say um, has got to be a quiet place. Ooh, I um, good choice. You know, we talked we talked about this. I was really not sure about this movie, but I went and saw it. It's not my kind of movie. It's not my vein of entertainment, and I just thought it was done so well, and it was so engaging and, and intriguing. And <clears throat> we've seen I've seen a lot of movies this year, and the only one that's really stuck with me the most would probably for as far as this year goes is probably a quiet place like i it's still probably my top movie for this year um you know the last movie i saw was jurassic world which i didn't think was terrible but i also didn't think it was as good as the first one um so that's that's probably current now overall all time and this is a big decision this and i'm not tough. sure but but i i think i think if i had to pin it on one movie that's my favorite movie of all time it would have to be Inception oh. by Christopher Nolan. <laughs> okay. So so Inception, I, I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan. Uh, I, I like almost all of his movies. We were just talking before we started recording about The Dark Knight being out uh, 10 years this month, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think about because that movie is just so different from what comic book movies have become nowadays. Um but man, I think Inception is a smart movie. It's a movie that made me think, that still makes me think. Um, I loved it even more after I dug into kind of the science behind dreams and found out a lot of that, the theories, there's some validity to. And I think the acting's great. I think the plot's great. I think the use of practical effects makes it feel like... I remember seeing the behind the scenes of the entire hallway scene where they go zero gravity and they literally made the entire hall in a huge gyroscope to actually spin. And, like, I think that level of commitment just shines through in the movie. So I don't know how you guys feel about Inception, but I think my favorite movie of all time has got to be Inception. I have a lot of other ones I really love, but the one that, like, kind of sticks with me, kind of like I was saying a minute ago that I really, really like, has got to be Inception. I just I love it. It's kind of a – I mean, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Confession time for everyone listening. I kind of judge people – on if they like Inception or not. It's one. It's like a litmus test for me really quick because if you like it, 
you're probably like somewhat intelligent. If you didn't like it, you're probably not as much, ooh, which is maybe ooh. maybe a little bit horrible. Don't but like, it. I'm just saying, it's you've got it's not a movie you can just sit with popcorn and just kind of you actually got to be engaged with it. And I, I like that about it. Um, I, I just think it's really interesting. I don't know what you guys think, but those, those are mine. I think those are both solid choices. I think any Nolan film's a good choice. Like Tommy, do you approve of my choice? Do you like Inception, or do you think I'm I do? Dumb? No, I love Inception. And I think it's a hard pick on Nolan Films because I think Inception as a whole is near perfect. I think Memento is near perfect. Mm. Yeah. But I think Interstellar and Dark Knight stand out to me for just the visuals. Yeah, they I'd really do engulf you. Uh, Dark Knight more so like story. This, I mean, good gosh, the story content on Dark Knight was mm. everything was superb. And Interstellar really falls short in a couple places. But yeah. visually, man, Ooh, visually, uh, so good. All right, so Tommy, then, what is yours? Well, I think we can all guess my all-time favorite film, Avengers. Avengers. Predator. <laughs> War, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, ooh, uh, can I guess? Can I guess legit? That guy right there in the middle. It's 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 Alien. That would that would be it. Yeah, that would, that would be the one. The original, uh, right? Alien. Yeah, still yeah, haven't seen it. And I can't believe we're still really good friends, even though I've not seen it. Solid. You know, I, I, don't, I don't hold it against you. Unlike you, I only mildly judge people based on their movie choices. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I would definitely... Um, I'm actually going to go with Drew. Like, uh, for up-to-date movie, like, uh, A Quiet Place has really held a place in my heart. And I actually think that it places top three overall for me. Because it is so much an homage to Alien and yet in a way it is its own movie it's to me it wasn't that they tried to be alien but um but it's right up there in that classic and i mean it it i picked it up the day that it dropped on blu-ray and just talking about it i really want to go fire it up in the theater room and just watch it again and i've seen it so many times already um i think it's just one that i can rewatch repeatedly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. solid choice well, that means it's my turn. I'm, what about um, you, Matt? I'm going to continue the trend, and this is not going to be a surprise to any of y'all. If I had to pick my all-time favorite movie, it has Guy to Gardner. be... The, the Amazing Gar Gardner. The, <laughs> yeah, the, dark, that, that, the Dark Knight. Just The Dark Knight. I'm going to say Rises. Oh, I was really glad you just <laughs> Rises. I, like, I was I glad like, to be like... I like Rises, but The Dark Knight... <laughs> I love Christopher Nolan. So good. It's one of those movies that, like, everybody knows I'm a big Batman fan. He's been my favorite superhero since I was a kid. And I just, that movie is just a masterpiece. And it, it's been exciting because I didn't, I didn't realize that's the reason everybody keeps talking about it. But, like, this month, there's just been so much on the internet of people talking about it. And I guess that's why is it's hit at this 10 years since this month. Um, so it, it just still stands out so much for, for me and it's not a movie that I'll just pop in and watch can, like over and over again but it's one that no matter what happens if I put it in I'm just going to be blown away and so excited to watch it and I just I love that movie so if I had to pick it, it's it's it was a t- it was a tough choice because Lion King was up there but I'm going to I'm going to stick with The Dark Knight I love that movie and Nolan is still probably my favorite director um, because like we I just said it- it's it, his work is just consistently like even if even if the the plot maybe not might not be as tight as it should be they're always visually and just amazing storytelling like from dunkirk to memento to inception like they're just 
and oh, they're they're just so good. So, what's the magician movie he did? Is the it Prestige. The, always, is the it Prestige? Prestige? Okay, mm-hmm. I always get it. What's the other one? I get the two mixed up. The Illusionist. The Illusionist. The Prestige though is really another yeah. great. Mm-hmm. I, like, there's not a really bad Nolan film in my opinion. There's not. There's some that are definitely stronger than others. I need to find an article and send to you guys. I read this week talking about the Dark Knight and talked about how. One of the things that made it so good is that the team that Nolan had was the same team from the first movie, and they just took their time and they developed as a creative team, mm-hmm. and they they had a massive budget, and because he had so much money and so so much resources and so much time, and the studio gave him that leeway, he was able to craft this masterpiece really. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and it was then contrasting it kind of today saying that, you know, now we live in a day and age of like, you know, producers being more the, the creative director than a, the director of the movies, like an overall arching mm-hmm. producer and a very strict timeline and a committee style approach that everything has to be part of a bigger plan. And I think that hurts some movies to some degree when, when you don't give them the time. I think that's anything in life. But I think The Dark Knight is a great example that if you give talented people the resources they need and the time they need, they can deliver something really special. Yeah. Well, I think it's half and half, though, because sometimes, um, was it J.J. Abrams on you know one of the Star Trek movies? They're like, we're going to give you an unlimited budget. And he's like, don't do not do that. I need constraints. <laughs> yeah. and, it's tr- and I think it's true for art. Like, we, You definitely need the time to put into what it needs, but I think at the same time, constraints also breed creativity in the same right and so i think you have to find that equilibrium but i think that um uh you know i i think a lot of times in the in that that world they don't search for that equilibrium Mm -hmm. it's one or the other yeah there's this fine line between directors are unique individuals but there's this fine line between when you need to just look at them and say okay no let's not go there and just doing and saying no so much that you take away the creativity and i mean we can we can look at i mean we can look at the current state of some of the dc movies as a good example of like some of those upper people probably interfering a little too much but there's also sometimes for some of those movies maybe they needed to step in and say "Eh, maybe we shouldn't do that so i agree with that my favorite current movie though and this one was hard to think of but there's a movie and it's not like it's not like a super recent movie i mean it is but it's not like within the last year or so the movie when i think of if i had to pick up my favorite movie right now that i keep coming back to is i really freaking love mad max fury road oh so good it just i it's such a great movie just to pop in and watch and like i i just remember loving it in theaters loving it in um on blu-ray i think i think i have the the noir version the black and white version that i haven't got to watch yet and like i just i love that movie i just i love everything about it i hope the i hope when they do the sequel or they continue that on that they they're able to capture what made that movie so good um i don't think they i don't know if they're going to be able to but you know maybe we'll get well there's been uh i'm I don't know if we ever talked about that news on here, but there's some discrepancy going on, and there are lawsuits between George Maxwell and um, I can't remember if it's Warner Brothers or, or whatever production house helped him finance that. So the reason he hasn't produced another one, I guess he's got another three or four in the making 
but uh, but there's a lawsuit going. Yeah, on it was for it was rights. supposed to be like the beginning of like a whole new, a, new a whole new franchise, yeah. and not necessarily just be one after the other. There was it was it was supposed to be maybe possibly the next one was going to be. I know there were rumors maybe the next one was going to be looking at Furiosa's story, and and or one going back and looking at what led Max this version of Max to be so post-traumatic stressed as he was and stuff because like yeah it's supposed to be the same max and a lot of what he went through in the other movies could lead him to that point but there was some other stuff that had to happen for him to be that character so i hope it happens and also it's it was george miller was the guy oh george miller sorry you're good i said maxwell Mm -hmm. it's all good i got you that's what we're here for. that's the coffee company george one of my favorite things so so i taught for a little while a video production class and one of my favorite things to do one of the first assignments i did for my students was i told them find your favorite movie look up the director and look up other movies he's done or he or she has done and i want you to pick the weirdest thing and i used george miller as an example because he has done all the mad max movies and happy feet. Yep. Really? And babe, he did babe uh and babe, yeah. Uh, pig in a big city or something like that. That's and crazy. That's wild, so man. Weird. Yeah, he did Happy Feet and Happy Feet 2 and Babe between all his other Mad Max movies. Like when like Mad like he wanted to make Mad Max back in like the mid to early 2000s, but like they couldn't make it happen. And so in that time he made the the Happy Feet movie and stuff. And it's just so yep. funny to me. So that's a fun little little fact for you if you didn't know that. All right, so what do we want to do next? Video games or TV? Let's go TV. Yeah, let's get TV out of the way cuz I feel like TV's going to be a little trickier. TV's my weakest one. Do we want in the same order me, Tommy? Yeah, we'll Matt? just do the same order. Okay. So, TV for here recently, no shock to anyone, if you just listen to my binge watching, is My Hero Academia. Yeah. I love it. Good choice. I think it's a brilliant story. I think it's a cool, like, I love the coming of age vibe in it, like the next generation of heroes passing on the torch. I love that it's superheroes, and like that, I'll be honest, Matt, when you told me about this originally, that's what turned me off of it, because I'm kind of superhero, starting to get superhero burnout a little bit. But it's so good. Um... But but it's 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 west it's like Western comic booky superheroes meets Japanese culture and stuff and the way they collide is not what you would think in like not what I would think in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but like All Might is everything like a stereotypical Superman is, <laughs> and, but he's not at the same time. It's just so interesting to me. The animation's great. I think the characters are great. Like every single. In the main like class, there's like the cl- the whole story revolves around this class, and primarily one individual, and there's like a small group of support he- characters, and then like the whole class. But it, it, you usually in stories like you've got to have the main character be interesting, and usually the ones that are right behind around them interesting, and then after that it, you can kind of get less interesting. But <laughs> there's just so much thought into all of their characters, and they're just it's just you, great. You, like you it's kinda, so well you done. You kind of love all of them, even just the like yeah, even the weird Karate Kid whose power is he has a big tail. Oh, I love I love Tail Man. He's it's, awesome. It's, yeah, it's just like even the pervy even the little pervy grape head guy. I like him no, too. There's like, no Yamcha characters. Like they're all kind of yeah. Uh, they're all kind of great. That's that's yeah, a good choice. I like it. Yeah, so I, I really like it. Tommy, you should definitely check it out. Um, it's worth watching, I think. Um, as far as overall, this I had a hard time with, but I just was trying to think about 
I don't watch a ton of TV, to be quite honest. I think part of it's just the nature of kind of the day and age we live in, where, like, there's, besides, like, a handful of shows that come on once a week, um, and a lot of those don't even happen, but I really think my favorite television show, because it was just so impactful on me as a kid, would have to be Batman the Animated Series, because it's just so freaking good, and I love it even to this day, and I think... I think the art style is beautiful. I think it encompasses everything that Batman is. And Batman's my favorite superhero. Um, and so, yeah, I think Batman the anime series is going to be my favorite TV show of all time. So, Dang it. Is that yours, too? Yeah, but I got another one I can <laughs> pick along those lines. <laughs> all right, um, Tommy. So this one's hard. Like, I watch a lot of TV but I don't know if within the last year or so there's really one that just sticks out and that I would kind of claim as my favorite. Um, I think like a, a, a f- uh, uh, I'm going to juggle actually kind of a little bit between uh, instead of doing a new and kind of an all of all time, I'm going to juggle between two of all times. Um, that works. That seems fair. Because I rewatch both of these constantly until they got pulled from Netflix. Now I got to go buy the DVDs. Um, <clears throat> I love Mash and I love Scrubs. Mash Scrubs oh, is great, Scrubs. man. And I literally have watched Scrubs at least once a year for the last decade. Um, and mash i think i made it through like three or four times before it got pulled from netflix um how many episodes of mash are there uh a lot (laughs) there's like 11 seasons a while yeah it was 11 or 12 years um way longer than the korean war (laughs) actually was (laughs) which is kind of funny that is kind of funny (laughs) yeah uh funny tidbit too for that show um if the actors ever complained or just gave the writers a bunch of crap, the writers would write in uh, like a winter episode or something of that nature because they filmed in Texas. And so they would all have to like bundle up in blankets and long sleeve shirts. Go outside. And, <laughs> yeah, just be miserable. That's mean and hilarious. <laughs> I've only seen like two or three episodes of MASH. I probably need to go watch it. As I know, it's great, but I'm just it's it's not like something we've sat down and watched the whole thing up. Tommy, speaking of Scrubs, did you ever get the chance to watch his new show? It already got Alex canceled. Inc. Was it any good? It was okay. Um, I really do enjoy Zach Braff, and I think he's a great artist. I love his movies. I I think he's phenomenal, but I feel like Alex Inc. had potential. Mm-hmm but that for the most part he was kind of just rehashing a lot of the same stuff that was that kind of made scrubs good trying um, to recapture that magic a little bit yeah and i don't know if that's his fault or maybe the the producers behind it i don't know like i i don't know whose fault it is but ultimately it was just there was nothing new he didn't bring anything new to the table hmm. i got gotcha. you i knew it I I heard it got almost got canceled before it even aired. So, but I also knew it was like about a podcast. So I was kind of curious about it, since we do a podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> he also makes it look like we can make a lot more money doing this than I feel like we make doing this. <laughs> which, by the way, is zero. Is nothing. We do. Hey, side note. We do it for talking about love. podcasts. 
Do you know that Nintendo has relaunched Nintendo Power as a podcast? What? Really? That's I saw awesome. this today. They're only they're only on like episode four, and it's some guy, and it's official Nintendo, and it's Nintendo Power, and it's got like the it's they have the old Nintendo Power logo, and then it's got like the the Nintendo seal of approval from back in the day next to it, um, and it's Nintendo Power podcast. And, like, they were talking about Overcooked. Like, that's their newest episode. They are talking about the new Overcooked game coming to the Switch. But I saw it, and I'm not listening to it, but, like, we're about to go on vacation this next week, and I'm definitely checking it out because, as a kid, I loved Nintendo Power so much. It's hosted by Great. the former editor-in-chief of the, organiz- of the or- original magazine, Chris State. Ooh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. So, anyways, th- just thought about podcasts. That's awesome. So. I'll have to check that out. That makes me happy because we we had I know me and Drew we had Nintendo Power growing up and we loved yeah. it especially the posters the posters are cool. They're also Matt. What about you? Um, for me, so um, tough choice because there's I feel like there's tons of good television and there's tons of just pretty good television. Like uh, there's a lot of stuff that I enjoy. Uh, I mean, like the Arrow and the Flash and stuff like that. I, I enjoy all of that. But I don't think any of it, any of that, would fall into my favor. I think my favorite currently would probably just be Game of Thrones, just because that's like th- yeah. there's no, there's not been a show that has been as big as that since like I, I've compared it to like wh- when I was in college, seeing the people come together to watch Lost and being like, that's weird that like all of y'all come together to watch an episode every week, and then Game of Thrones came out. And I started watching it in right when season two started. So pretty much from the very beginning. And I slowly started introducing it to like certain people and to the point where by the time it got huge, me and my like core group of friends were like there from the beginning and just every week watched the new episode together and it became a thing. And I understood when those people that I thought was weird would come together and watch lost every week. Like I, I understood where they were coming from and, there's been no other show like that. There's been a couple that have started like that. Like, Walking Dead started like that, but it died off for me quick. And Westworld's really, really good. But if I had to pick one that's been consistently kept me interested and kept me hanging out with my friends, watching a show and talking and discussing theories, it would have to be Game of Thrones. Now, for my all-time favorite, uh, gut reaction would be also to pick the Batman animated series, but since Drew picked it, I'm actually not going to pick it because also here's the thing. I haven't watched Batman the animated series in a very long time because it's not on any platform. I've been patiently waiting for DC to start their streaming service, which they've released a lot of information about it. It's going to be really cool um, because it's not just videos. It's also going to be comics and stuff, but Anyway, it's going to be on there, so I'm going to be able to watch it. So I'm going to pick one that I have watched recently that I still think holds up, and that is Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. It is in the same vein as Batman. Technically, it's the same Batman, because fun fact, uh, Warner Brothers and DC did an animated universe way back in the 90s with Batman, then Superman, then Static Shock, and then Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and Batman Beyond all was in the same shared animated universe. Um, so I'm going to pick Justice League just because that was that was what like grew my love. Like I, I fell in love with the character Batman and loved all things Batman. And Justice League came up, and Justice League and Justice League Unlimited is what grew my love of these DC characters because 
I learned about all of them and got to see them in this like beautifully told story and it was on Netflix I don't think it is now since they're getting ready for it to their own streaming service um, but if it is still on Netflix or if it's on something else I highly recommend checking out Justice League and Justice League Unlimited because that's probably my favorite show of all time along mm, with that's really good. I guess I could say the entire DC animated universe from the 90s because all like I loved Static Shock I loved all of that um, Batman Beyond was dope too so that's what I would pick for my favorite it's good stuff. Solid stuff. So now. Hey. Yes. Hi, I've got something before in lightning round. Lightning round. Ooh, I'm ready. Yeah. What is your favorite current podcast have you been listening to? Ooh. Matt, go first. Because uh, I know you're a podcast head. That's easy. The one that I listen to the most consistently and the one that kind of inspired me to start this and kind of helped me figure out a format. Because we talked about doing this for a long time, but what kind of helped me decide, yeah, I think this is kind of the way I want to do it, is there is a podcast from uh, some guys in Australia called The Weekly Planet. And they are very, very entertaining. They mostly focus on movies and uh, TV shows. Um, They'll touch on video games every once in a while, but not super much. Um, And they actually, what's cool is if you go check out The Weekly Planet, they, since I've been listening to them, they started like an entire uh, podcasting network uh, with other Australian podcasters. And so they have a whole network called Planet Broadcasting that is like a bunch of different podcasts. Another one of my favorites is one part of that called uh, Filthy Casuals, which they're all about video games. Um, They're not kid appropriate parents. Don't listen to Filthy Casuals uh, with your kids. Uh, but then they've got a couple the like they've got yeah it's in the name they, but they've got a couple like comedy ones and all these other like it's really great but Weekly Planet is my favorite because they talk about comic book movie news and stuff like that and so it's it's really cool I really enjoy it Whatever. that's good Tommy what about you so this might sound kind of blasphemous but I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts um, I mean if I had to pick one I think the last podcast I really listened to um, there's a series called American History Tellers, and it was just a recount. Like, they did the Prohibition, they did um, the Cold War, and a couple things like that. Um, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks, and I'm mm. at the point now, it's, it's weird. If I'm reading a book, it has to be fiction. If I'm sitting down to read a book, I cannot read nonfiction. But if I'm listening to something, I can't, like... I can listen to fiction, but I prefer listening to something biographical or educational. Um, And so a lot of times I just listen to like biographies. Um, I've been doing a lot of, I think I have listened to about five or six books now on um, like North Korean refugees. And I'm currently listening Mm. to the jobs biography that was written around the time of his death. That's good. Tommy, you should check out, I don't know if you know who Malcolm Gladwell is. He's an author. Yeah. But he does he does an entire podcast called Revisionist History where he goes back and looks at historical stuff and then just basically reexamines them from a, you know, a future perspective and says, "Hey, maybe what's written in the history books wasn't 100% right." It's really really good. He's on like his third season of doing it. Um, he's got a great one on golf and golf courses in LA that I love and he's got another one on McDonald's french fries. <laughs> um, it's just random stuff, but it's always fascinating. Um, another good, so for me, another good history so one, since you were touching on that. 
is hardcore history. They're really good. Yeah, that's really good. That one's they're good. Really long. They're long episodes. Good. They only do like a couple a year, but like they're long and really well done. And I think I actually just started one on my phone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, they're the, my probably overall favorite of all time is probably Revisionist History by Malcolm Gladwell. It's just very... They're only about 30 minutes, so they're not super long, but they're very concise and to the point and always extremely well documented and just such i always learn something and it's this always really interesting stuff uh i just listened to one the other day talking about um scientific fraud in like the late 80s early 90s that was just fascinating stuff i didn't even know like was really even happening and stuff um but my favorite newest one more on the funny end is a podcast called not another D podcast oh gosh <laughs> and um it's hilarious it's it's two two of the editors from college humor and another comedian so it's, it's four comedians and they're all hilarious and they go through a D campaign and it's i've started getting into dungeons and dragons and like it is so freaking funny like there's a good bit of cussing just heads up so don't listen with your kids but it's so funny just to give you a little slice of it the el- there's a whole group of elves that are called elves from the crick and they're like redneck like louisiana swamp crick elves and there's also uh, another guy on there who's a halfling like boy scout oh uh, which is really a, the green teams uh, teens and it's 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 so freak it's just so freaking funny so it's it's really funny that's so. awesome. I think that was a that was a good little bonus episode. And since we talked about podcasts, two extra ones to to pitch that I really enjoy to to do go a little more towards just broad stuff. Ninety nine percent invisible is by a That's guy good. named Roman Mars, and it's kind of just different stories. It's it's really well done, beautifully put together, always educational. Um, it, it's great and he actually this is going to be a hilarious one y'all are going to love this and you should definitely check it out he's got a new one that's kind of shorter episodes but it's called what trump can teach us about con law and it is roman mars his neighbor is a constitutional like teacher lawyer teacher and he goes over there and they look at trump's tweets and the, this new medium that's being used of Twitter and social media, and we look at they look at different examples and apply it to how that applies to constitutional law. And one of the ones was about like the 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 pardoning power that the president has. It's a, it's a thing that the president has, and like bringing up this question of could the president pardon somebody through a tweet? Because he fired somebody through a tweet. Could he pardon somebody? Which brings the other question, could he pardon himself in a tweet? Because that's a power that the president has. And it just goes through that, and it's fascinating. And I always learn something about the Constitution and constitutional law. So, And I don't like, I'm not into politics. That, that stuff's not my thing. But it's really well done, and it's very educational. And I think it's a fun, different, completely out of left field compared to some of the other stuff we talked about. So yeah, check that out. I got, I got one additional one that I've only listened to one episode. My buddy Keith, who has been on our Spider-Man episode before, told me about. It's called Hello from the Magic Tavern. And, <laughs> that sounds awesome. And and this is the tagline. I'm just going to read this out loud, and I'll leave it there. It says, Hello, I'm Arnie. I fell through a magical dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago and found myself in a strange mystical land called Foon. 
<laughs> I'm still somehow getting a weak Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King, so I host a weekly podcast oh my from the tavern with a vermilion minotaur interviewing monsters and wizards and adventurers. <laughs> this sounds so delightful. That, that yeah, sounds so awesome. I have only listened to one episode of it, and um, but the whole premise of it made me laugh a lot. That's awesome, Matt. Let's talk. Let's talk video games, guys. Let's talk video games. What do you got for your favorite video games, Drew? Man, okay, so this is a tough recent, one. Uh, it's not a tough one for me. Um, at least overall favorite video game. When it comes to recent favorite video game, man, I've I really like Destiny. I wish they would fix Destiny. <laughs> I like I like the idea of like a co-op group shooter, shooter looter. Like that is what I want. Um. But as far as um, recently, at least in 2018, probably, uh, probably it would probably be Destiny 2 as far as games that I've played the most of. PUBG is very close to that. I've liked both of those games as far as current. But as far as overall, all time goes, there's no question my favorite video game series is The Legend of Zelda. We're streaming right now, and we're actually on Google Hangouts all video chatting, and literally behind my shoulder is a replica of the Master Sword that my brother here gave me last Christmas. I won Christmas the, that year, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he won Christmas that year. And, and listen, I love every Zelda game. There are some that are definitely better than others. If I have to pick my favorite, um, I'm going to say that my favorite... Before last year, when Breath of the Wild came out, it would be a very easy thing to tell you my favorite Zelda game is a Majora's Mask. And I still think it probably is the top spot because it's weird and different and just really unique and cool Zelda. But Breath of the Wild was like everything Zelda needed to be brought into the new generation. So, uh, guys, I love Zelda. There's just something about, you know, it's dangerous to go alone. I remember playing the very first one when I was really little on the NES. And, uh Zelda guys, it's just the best video game series in the world. I will, I will always have a Zelda game. My DS is sitting right next to here. It has a Triforce on it. I mean, it's just one of those things. Like, I love Zelda. Um, so, Legend of Zelda. Tommy, well, uh, I think it's Pokemon. Unequivocally, oh. just Pokemon. It's great, man. I have to rethink mine now. <laughs> I think I mean as of late I've definitely been pouring countless hours. I'm almost halfway to Drew's Destiny hours in Rocket League. <laughs> um every time every time Rebecca likes to mention how many hours I have in Rocket League I go, but think how many Drew has in Destiny and immediately I win the argument. Ooh. Hey yeah, Drew. <laughs> Keep keeping Tommy being able to play video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, keep it up, my friend. So, so, so yeah. So, Pokemon is your favorite all of of all time, and then uh, what's your favorite Pokemon game, Tommy? Uh, out of all the Pokemon, because there's a lot of Pokemon games. There is. You no, like Pokemon I, Snap? Of course, I played the mess out of Pokemon Snap Such and Pokemon a, Stadium. A weird game. You remember Hey You Pikachu, <laughs> and it had the microphone. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, those are the most <laughs> Nintendo games ever. They were. Uh, I think my favorite still has to be. Um, Probably yellow. Hmm. Yellow is a solid. I think that's mine. I've got like when yellow came out, I got the Game Boy Color, like limited edition yellow Game Boy Color too, that I have somewhere. 
still have it. I think it still works because Nintendo electronics never die. No, um, that's true. They just get stolen. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. All right, Matt. What about you, bud? This is tough. Ah, I thought I knew. I really did. I thought I was just gonna walk up and say Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time because yeah, like it still still sticks with me. But I gotta say, it's a tie. It's a tie for me between Ocarina of Time and Pokemon. Like Pokemon, I love. I love those games. I still love those games. I I played my my red version so much as a kid that the internal battery died, and so it wouldn't hold a save file. So I just consistently started over my game and played through the first <laughs> half until my batteries would die and I didn't have to start over. And so, but then Gold and Silver was amazing and still, I still think is one of the best sequels to any game that's ever been made. Um, and I played Ruby and Sapphire and then I didn't play until the newest generation uh, or Gen 6, I guess, because there's a seventh gen now. But, ah, those games are amazing. I'm so so excited for let's go pikachu and eevee because it's in the original kanto region and more and more stuff's coming out about it and it looks so good and the graphics look incredible and i'm pretty excited about it and of course it makes my heart happy because ever since i was a kid my favorite pokemon was eevee and so it makes me so happy that i can get an eevee as my starter i can't evolve him but i'm gonna and you can give it bangs yeah, okay. That, Did you see that? You can change their hairstyle? Yeah, that's weird. Although, I, I wouldn't mind giving it, like, a little cow lick. Like, remember remember in the in the anime how there was the kid, Richie, who had a Pikachu, and Pikachu had a little ha- cat, like, a little cow lick? I want my Eevee to have a little cow lick or something. Make him a little different. But am I getting him bangs? That's weird. Um, and then probably my favorite current game. Um, I, I've put the most time in the Destiny and so I probably would just say the Destiny franchise, but right now I really am enjoying, still enjoying PUBG, especially this new map. It's just been a lot of fun to jump on. Uh, a lot of us have, a lot of our friends have been playing it lately, so that's probably my favorite right now. Um, it's just been really fun. Overwatch is great too, but I haven't played that in a while. So I'm just going to say PUBG and then Pokemon and Zelda are probably my favorite of all time. And so now... You've gotten gotten to know us a little bit better. Although a lot of these I know we've talked about over time, but I don't think we've ever actually sat down and done this. So this is good. I enjoyed this. This was fun. Um, y'all got it was any, great. Agreed. Anything else we want to add? Uh, I mean, that that kind of was our episode. I um, I had something I was going to add to the end, but I don't remember what it was. It must not have been important. We uh, thanks for being patient we, with us and our technical issues. Hopefully, we're gonna get back to being a little more consistent soon. But if we don't, you know, it's because life gets crazy. And um, yeah, but if you follow us on social media too, shout out what is your favorite movie of all time, and what's your favorite movie so far of 2018? I mean, we're halfway through the year. Um, Drew and I talked about a Quiet Place being our favorite. What do you guys think? What what? Right now is the movie, the TV show, and the video game that to this day stands out to you. Yes. Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, oh, I remember what it was. It can go along with what Tommy just uh, challenged us. So there's this thing been going around Facebook that's pick a movie that to replace every single character with a Muffet's character except for one. <laughs> so I think I was thinking Star Wars except for Keep Vader. Can you imagine just oh, like man. Vader being like a regular dude <laughs> chopping through like <laughs> stuffed animals and stuff? 
I think you do the Dark Knight, but you leave Heath Ledger as the Joker, and that's how he sees the world. That would be. That'd be fantastic. That would be, or you keep do the Dark Knight, and you keep Christian Bell, and you just got Batman beating up puppets. <laughs> no, guys. Him with the Joker puppet flipping him around. I want Independence Day, but keep Will Smith. Yes. <laughs> I could oh I could get behind that. This, it, was, it, it made me chuckle, so I wanted to bring it up in the podcast because I thought it would be funny. Oh gosh! Oh, Lord of the Rings, but Frodo is the only one left. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, my friend Josh actually had a good one. He said Con Air, but keep Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Any Nicolas Cage movie, but keep Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Absolutely. Or Keanu Reeves. Pick any Keanu Reeves. John Wick. <laughs> the Matrix. John Wick. Oh, John Wick. <laughs> I love that movie. What was All I, the blood what was splatters would just be like, like fluff. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's our episode, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, let us know. Remember in the show notes so you can uh, suggest topic ideas for us if there's something that you want us to do. I don't think we've checked that out in a little while, so maybe next week we will pick one of those. And like we said, follow us on all the socials. If you enjoy us posting some of our video game clips and stuff like that on Instagram, let us know because we'll keep doing that if you want us to. Um, we're playing around with the idea if we can ever get these technical issues fixed. We'd love to do some more video content, but it just adds a whole another la- la- layer of like things that can go wrong. So it makes it it's really even more technical problems. Yes. Yeah. So we would love to do some of that if you guys want us to, but uh, let us know because we're not going to put right now. We're not going to mess with it too much um, unless we get a lot of people saying y'all want that. And uh, that's it, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. We are the Valkyrie cast. Banana. Banana.